If you've been told to pull up your socks recently, then make sure it's a pair of RCR socks. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash shop. You're on Reality Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Remember, you can send me a text on uh, 2057. Email me inbox at realitycheck.radio. Today, the MPs are being sworn in. Uh, I have been sworn in as MP five times. It's quite a marvellous feeling. Uh, Not about uh, being an MP. That too is marvellous. But the sense of history and occasion, because you realise this parliament stretches back hundreds and hundreds of years and the long process of everyday people having a say in how they govern their affairs by having a democracy and a parliament and not to be ruled by tyrants, by kings and tyrants, but rather to have parliament elected by the people as sovereign. And you're very aware of that with all the arcane rules that go with it and how marvellous it is, free speech, um, everyone equal before the law, all bound up with this parliament. And the idea of it being a like a pressure valve where people can go and debate and argue and talk about the issues freely so that we don't get pressures built up, which happens if you have tyrannical control and not a democracy. Last Friday, the Maori Party put out a press statement uh, not happy about being sworn in because part of the swearing-in process is you put the sovereign ahead of parliament. The the crown is a continuous... um, What the, the, the... is provides that continuity that sits above parliament but doesn't interfere with parliament. It's part of the constitutional framework and makeup and history of the process. But they don't like swearing allegiance to the crown. And in fact, they say that the trouble with that is, and this is in their press release last Friday, that it puts the colonial power above the mana of the tangata whenua. And so that constrains the Maori from interfering with representing their people. Well, it doesn't, because you can be a Republican and still swear allegiance and within the system push for it. So what the Maori party is saying is they don't want to be constrained by the system of parliamentary democracy. And of course, they're quite happy for everyone else to be constrained and not just just not them. They go on to say that the swearing this allegiance is, quote, not the equal partnership that was consented to by the treaty. But as we know, this is entire fiction. This is just made up. The treaty wasn't about equal partnership. It was about equal citizenship for everyone. They go on. We will not allow anybody to treat us as second-class citizens on our own whenua. They're precisely being recognised as equal citizens with everyone. But, of course, in the convoluted way it gets looked at now, if you're not special, you're second-class. So we can't be equal. Oh, my goodness. Then they go on. And this is where it gets... I remember the happy days when if you disagreed with the Maori party, you were called racist. Oh, 
that was so polite and benign. Now, what do you get called? Wait for it. Quote, Maori owe no allegiance to the genocidal legacy of the British Empire. That's right. Oppose the Maori party, you're a genocidal maniac. There is no honour, quote, in the crown. It is tainted with the blood of indigenous nations. And its throne sits at the apex of global white supremacy. How bizarre is this? I mean, the entire thing of the treaty was to make Maori British citizens equal with British citizens. There's no white supremacy there at all. No attempt to wipe Maori out. In fact, the entire purpose was to stop Maori wiping each other out. Oh, my goodness. But no, 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 it's all tainted with blood. They go on in their press release. To the sovereign of England, we say history will judge whether you have the moral capacity to shoulder responsibility for your family's heinous legacy. What heinous legacy, actually? Quote, it is beyond you to restore its honour. The harm caused by your crown is now intergenerational and irreparable. Indigenous blood stains the throne you are on. Oh, my goodness. So not only was the crown in New Zealand genocidal, it's travelled down the generations, and so they're all victims because of King Charles's ancestors. And the throne that he sits on is covered in their blood. Goes on, we do not consent, we do not surrender, we do not cede, we do not submit. We, the indigenous people, are rising. We do not buy into the colonial fictions this house is built upon. Te Pata Māori pledges allegiance to our mokapuna, our whenua, and te tiriti o waitangi. We will continue to do our best by you, in accordance to our tikanga, amongst the monsters whose portraits still hang on the walls of Parliament. Of course, they have history completely inverted. But this is not my point. My point is they think this, they're leaders, they're teaching this, they have followers. This is what is being taught to young people in New Zealand. When the Crown in New Zealand is attacked for being genocidal, for having blood, for being at the apex of white supremacy, even while being sworn into Parliament, being duly elected in our democracy, we have a problem, a big problem. I don't quite know what we do about this because I fear this irrationality, this overinflated language. Of course, we can say all that's wrong with it historically, all that's wrong with it morally, all that's wrong with it. To genocide is a holocaust. And you dismerge the victims by tossing that name around. Racism is apartheid. 
Apartheid is apartheid. But we're so devalued those words. These these so-called leaders have so devalued those these words just to further their argument and their and their rise to power that when we come to the true horrors, we actually don't have the words because they've been debased. Holocaust, apartheid, racism, all now debased. How do the real victims feel? But of course, what does it mean five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years from now when a growing population, young people growing up, have imbibed on this? They can't make it because they're victims. They can't make it because of genocidal maniacs in their past that have put them down and killed their ancestors and would kill them given half a chance. And does that suggest like a nation pulling together? or a nation pulling itself apart? Does it suggest a prosperous future or a poor, divided future? Does it suggest a peaceful future or a violent one? We're sowing some dreadful seeds here, this Maori party. I don't know how you nip it in the bud, but we do need to call it out. We do need to talk about it. We do need to point the finger. You're on Rally Check Radio, Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Send me a text, 2057. Email me, inbox at rallycheck.radio. Thank you for listening. Loving what you're hearing? Well, the establishment hates it. And right now, they're conjuring up new ways to try and censor RCR. To ensure you never miss a beat of the hard-hitting news you've come to know and love, make sure you're on the RCR mailing list. Get connected now at realitycheck.radio forward slash email.